Welcome to the Blue Fire Digital Network, a podcast network dedicated to spreading the gospel through all avenues. Welcome to the War is Everything podcast, where we share scripture, discuss the Christian metal scene and music, and help promote lesser-known bands. I'm Zachariah. And I'm Hunter. And we are your hosts. Christmas is awful. And that's why we're starting out with the Bible. (laughs) Today's scriptures come from Colossians 3 and... Starts in verse 12 through 17, which says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And uh, as our Christmas episode, we have a second verse that we'd like to share, which is Isaiah seven fourteen, which says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. I just, I just want to point off right off, point out right off the bat that, yes, Mary was a virgin when she conceived, but she was not a virgin her whole life. So if there are any Catholics listening to this, come at me. Oh boy, starting out strong. <laughs> All right. Well, I was going to title this a less angry Christmas, but that's not going to happen anymore. Of course not. I'm back. Yeah, Zachariah is back. <laughs> So welcome to him joining us after having a child, which is such a brave thing for whatever gender you are to do in, in the year 2022. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. <laughs> I always found it weird when, when people congratulated the dad for having a baby. Like, I did the fun part of the work. Like, this is, <laughs> wasn't even difficult for me. So. But yeah, congratulations to Zachariah and Krina on Maddie James being born. And uh, Zachariah, on his unfortunate return to the War is Everything podcast. You missed my bitter sarcasm. Just admit it. Actually, last week on the Undefeated episode, I had a moment where I started tearing into them. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm like <laughs> channeling Zachariah just because he's not here. So, I, I've had a couple people reach out to me and be like, I miss you being on the podcast, man. It's great hearing all the, the jokes and the sarcasm, and it's sad that it's not there. I'm like, <laughs> just admit it. You like me better than Hunter. <laughs> it, it wasn't going away. It was just more of respect to, to you and your family and trying to give you that space for a moment. So anyway, this is our Christmas episode, if you can't tell already. And uh, yeah. It's it's going to be a lot like last year's. If I mean, if you know what that was like. If you don't, then uh, if you need a preface or trigger warning or whatever, this is your moment to either not listen or to go back and listen to the other one so that you understand what this one's going to be. I so we have a a fan that he was unaware we have a podcast, but um, he added me on Facebook a few months ago, and uh, as this Christmas season has approached. I began posting my usual rantings about my general disdain for Christmas. Not Christmas itself, but mostly the way that uh, Christians behave at Christmas, which if you want more me to expand on that, go back and listen to last year's Christmas episode. I'm not going to reiterate all that. (laughs) But uh, this guy apparently feels basically the same way I do. He just has never actually been able to like put it into all the, the words, but he's like, yeah, I, I went and listened to that episode. I'm like, everything you said, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So he, he, he gave me the, the name, the godly Grinch. 
So uh, that that's that's who I am now. I, I get to be the godly Grinch. I find it odd that you and I both have a. Uh, I don't know what word to use. I guess disdain would be the best word for this season. Your your reasoning being more towards the way that Christians approach it, and not that I don't feel the same, but mine is more on the side of like when people are like, "Oh, you don't listen to Christmas music," like, "Oh, you must just not like you know this or that." I'm like, no, I don't like it because I play it. That's the issue. Every year I get to spend the month of December away from my family, preparing to lead for the the Christmas Eve service, and so. Then I, you know, service comes and I don't even get to worship with my own family, which is fine. It's my role. It's my job. But it's just one of those things. I, I find it hard to take joy in in that specifically. <laughs> so I love that we can come from such different sides of despising something. <laughs> it's a wonderful feeling coming together with like minded brethren. In hate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we join in our, our mutual hatred. No, I'm just kidding. And it's it's a challenging season and it it sucks. I'm yeah, I'm not gonna go on a huge tirade, but it sucks <laughs> to see the way that Christmas has been handled, how it continually grows in its hallmarkness, but doesn't grow in its glorification of Christ and celebration of him. You know, whatever. Just don't don't be weird about it. That's my thing. Like if you're going to be the person that's like, well, I want to be able to, I don't know, go see Christmas lights and go build snowmen or, you know, I don't even care. Just whatever you're doing, just make sure that your family is still being brought up well and being raised in a way that uh, is glorifying to Christ first and foremost, and then do the other thing, whatever. Yeah, I'll just <clears throat> summarize my entire feelings that whole episode in one quick go is that if you are a Christian and you say that Christmas is about celebrating the birth of Christ, but then you spend 95% of the month going and seeing Christmas lights, decorating the tree, going out Christmas shopping, buying presents for everybody, sitting and watching Christmas movies and drinking hot chocolate and telling your kids that Santa Claus is real and lying to them because that's, completely biblical too um and then you go to church on on christmas morning and you're like all right celebrated jesus birth you're not celebrating jesus birth you're celebrating the the american holiday of thanksgiving and then sprinkling a little bit of jesus sprinkles on the top boom roasted yep i'll leave it at that yep <clears throat> i hate christmas <laughs> so on on to the important <laughs> topics because we kind of do we'll have one more episode yet this year but then it'll be into the new year so rather than having a christmas episode and then a new year episode like back to back which is two weird specials that rather than doing that this is kind of the christmas and then also end of the year for us so we have a couple of things that we want to address before the year ends and the first one being something that all of you on facebook who follow us uh, are well aware of but uh, something that's worth mentioning and we might have a podcast on this with some other special guests at some point the scheduling of that is an absolute nightmare but uh, yeah so we kind of want to talk about what i i know as the uh, great meme catastrophe of 2022 and so yeah we'll we'll say this it started in february and then kept going so February of 2022 is when it started, and then it was just a giant snowball throughout the end of summer through the beginning of fall. So, Zachariah, do you have any points that you want to share on on this since you kind of were the catalyst of the great meme catastrophe? Not really. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those dramatic pauses. <laughs> Come on, I, I just got back. You gotta, you know, give me some That's leeway. True. I don't know, whatever. Not that I really care. Yeah. Christians usually call it grace. That's that's the word that we use. Gross. No, grace. It's pronounced grace. <laughs> oh, I've been saying it wrong all this time. It's fine. So with the great meme catastrophe, what happened was 
we we had started I, i'll tell the story i'm the one that did the memes. well then tell the story that's the whole point of this it's a christmas <laughs> miracle tell the story right so uh starting back in february i kind of decided we needed to be more active on social media but since we're not a band that plays a ton of shows or releases a ton of music because we suck at doing that it was like okay well what what do we even post about so i just started making up memes and jokes and it started off a lot of it about trying to like get people to listen to our music. And a lot of the memes, if you look back at them, are like talking about how like what our influences are and jokes about that. But somewhere along the line, I don't know what happened or when it happened, but like a switch got flipped and I started talking, making jokes about how much we suck. Like I, I don't know why I did it or when I did it, but it, it happened. So yeah, those people thought they were funny. We actually lost a bunch of followers when I started doing that because people were like, what is, what is wrong with them? What are they doing? But we gained twice as many as we lost. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> keep going. Well, back in, I think it was October, it like caught fire. A bunch of people in the Christian metal group on Facebook were like, <laughs> these are funny. I'm going to make fun of Blue Fire Horizon too. And yeah, in that like five day stretch we were all that was talked about in that group like everybody talking about us in that group and making fun of us and that half the people were like ah, this band sucks so bad and then the other half like what band are you talking about and why are you saying they suck so bad and then just don't clue them in just let them think that everyone thinks we suck it's great it's great fun so since then it's calmed down a little bit in that group, but still a couple posts a day about how much we suck from other people, even to the point where I feel bad about posting stuff in that group because it's like we could talk about it enough. People get sick of it. So, yeah. And it's continued to evolve or devolve, honestly, because now I'm just making jokes about how much we suck and putting syrup on mac and cheese. And that's, that's about where we're at. Which, for the record, I just want everyone to know, the first time I posted just simply put maple syrup on your mac and cheese, I had not tried it. It was just one of those. I was tired. It was like 7 o'clock in the morning. I was at work. I'm like, I should post something. I don't know what. Just put syrup on your mac and cheese. and just went with it because I knew it would get people to react. But since then, I have tried it. It is good. Hunter has tried it as well. I also have a bunch of other people who have sent me pictures and stuff of them eating it. They're like, this is surprisingly good. I didn't even like, I had never even tried it when I posted it. I was just trying to get you people to react. We are no longer just mere men. We have the power to get people to put syrup on mac and cheese. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's it's sad because I, I had messaged into our Discord. I showed the picture of it, and then someone was like, I don't believe you until you actually put it on, which I was going <laughs> to anyway, but uh, I did. And then I actually ate pretty much the entire bowl of mac and cheese with syrup on it, and I, I doused it. That was my fault, but still. And I, I definitely enjoyed it more than I want to admit. But here we are. So yeah, memes, syrup and mac and cheese, and yep. Blue Fire Rising sucks. That's kind of the the meme that's, of twenty twenty two. That's twenty twenty two. That's yeah. So yeah, that's the wrap up on the band. Uh, well, not entire wrap up. That's the wrap up on the social media side of the band. Zachariah, as if we haven't said it before, what's coming up soon? Christmas? No, we don't celebrate Christmas. We're Jewish, remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, like hail. Jews or whatever. The, what did he say? Hey! <laughs> that was not what they say. I, I was thinking hail Hanukkah and I, and, and I forgot the, the word Hanukkah. Jews and Hanukkah are synonymous now. All right. This, this is what parental sleep deprivation does to you. I'm okay. No, not not Christmas, not the Jews. 
There's something else coming. Oh, are you talking about that? Um, the the ear vomit. Yeah, the ear vomit. Yeah, there. You okay. Go. Yeah. Um, we have uh, an album that I actually have the CDs here next to me that we just have to sign and ship out pre-orders for. Um, the album is titled Disease, and while I have it here, shout out to uh, Clay Carmody for mixing and mastering, to Matt Hanna for the album art, and then shout outs to Christian Roche, Chris Johnson, Jacob Towns, and Ben Dixon for featuring on the album. And then there's a long list of names that I'm not going to read all of them, but there is a thank you on the back of the CDs for those that uh, contributed financially to help make the the album happen. Yep. We wanted to make sure that those who were a part of the process, especially something as intimate as financial uh, goes, that they were listed. And I, I think in a church setting, that's weird, but I think in this setting, the ministry, it's it, they're partnering with us in order to help us produce uh, this product and help us reach those who need to hear the gospel with this music. So thank you to all of you who, who gave to that, and even those who just supported by listening through all of our releases of the singles through the last year and a half. So, Yeah. Looking forward to having this thing finally out there for people to listen to. It's uh, it's it's been a blessing. It's been a headache and everything in between. While we're talking about it, <clears throat> I I have requests of the the our listeners for when that album releases. What happened to the Christian metal group when everyone just spammed the group with jokes about us and stuff? When this album releases, I want you to do the same to every metal group on Facebook that you are in and that you can find. Go into those groups, share the album, and yeah, post it in there. I'm, I'm being serious for a moment rather than joking, but it, they say it takes seven times to see an advertisement before it sticks. So if all of our listeners would hop in all those groups and stuff and <clears throat> share... Our album, maybe a short blurb about what you liked about it, that kind of thing. Um, the social media algorithms do not like links. They like pictures. Yeah. They like share the album art or something. But yeah, uh, do us a favor and go share it in all those groups once the album <laughs> releases. Because uh, I'll be doing the same, but more people that share it and talk about it, that's how it gets people to listen because you see someone post once about a band like, Oh yeah, this was a good album. Okay. You move on. Then two minutes later, you see another post about it. Oh, okay. Third one. You're like, okay, maybe, maybe I got to check this out, you know? So Mm -hmm. go and spam all the Facebook groups and stuff and all the social media sites that you're on with our, our music and all that. Cause we we're not signed to a record label or anything. We don't have a promotional company. It's literally just us. So yeah, any any help from our listeners and fans is appreciated. Mm. It's worth noting that not everybody in those groups are necessarily Christian. Some of them may be questioning. Some of them may, you know, they may be Christians who are just struggling with their faith. And uh, if our music is the one that ends up helping them, great. But they're not going to see it unless you share that. But that being said, also make sure you're supporting other bands because we're not the only band that can ever reach anybody. Never want to yes, get. Yes, to that we point. are. <laughs> yeah. We're like the Catholic church for the one chosen band. <laughs> All others are just knockoffs. Sola BFH. <laughs> we are the only ones who can bring people to a right relationship with God. That's yep. what you're saying. Yep. Like the Catholic Church. All right. For all of you who are drinking, doing the drinking game for how much heresy we can fit into one episode, (laughs) just uh, maybe maybe go to every other one because (laughs) you're going to have a rough time through the rest of this episode. (laughs) So, yeah, that's January 6th. Album drops. Should be midnight local to wherever you are. It's been uploaded forever. So at this point, it should be at all distributed to all potential streaming sites and whatever else. Yep. For those of you on Bandcamp, give me a moment because uh, 
I'll have to upload those manually. But we we I haven't talked about this with Hunter, but we might throw it up on Bandcamp a couple of days early for anyone that uh is interested. But we also anyone that pre-ordered CDs, we still have your emails because hmm. you had to to, to order them we will be sending a, a free digital download to anyone that pre-ordered the cds just in case for some reason your 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 package gets gets lost or <laughs> or delivered late or anything so that's what she said we want to make sure that those of you that bought the cd that you get get to listen to it yeah, really? we all know that the uh, the mailing services have been kind of jacked for the last year and a half, two years. So rather than chancing that, want to make sure we get the product to you guys. So, all right, that's the album. I wanted to take a moment just to recap this year on some of the guests that we've had. No, no. All right. Well, we're skipping that. On to the next. I didn't. Thing. I didn't like the guests that we had. <laughs> I want better ones. Uh, for those who don't know, Zachariah has picked the majority of guests since the summer, so <laughs> <laughs> that is entirely on him. Except somehow I'm the I I have not scheduled any of the ones with Tucker Dawson, and yet he's on like every other week. So, <laughs> oh man, I don't know if Tucker listens to this, but if he does, I'm sorry, Tucker. I'm not. Oh brother, this guy stinks. This this is why people miss you. <laughs> yeah, I saw the 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 numbers for while I was going and they actually went down 125%. So, down yeah. 120 <laughs> negative <laughs> negative listens. All right. Yes. All right. Yes, yes. So, uh yeah, be glad I'm back to to rescue the podcast. So we had a few of our topical episodes this season, which season two was all of 2022. Kind of nice that the number of the season lines up with the year. So just remember that it's your quick way of remembering which which season or what year. But uh, yeah, I think we had a lot of good people on. I'm looking back at all the guests. What you got, Zachariah? Nothing. Okay, you said so, so I thought you were going to say something. Yeah, I was. And then, like, when you got back to me 10 seconds later, I was like, I don't know. Hey, pal, you just blowing from Stupid Town? So we did a kickoff to the year episode, which was our our episode where Zachariah and I both picked our, I think it was our two favorite songs. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that from was the kickoff to the year. 2021. I'm I'm going to make an official statement that the true kickoff to season two was episode thirty, which was with uh, Keebler featuring the Kairos song. And uh, yeah, meeting that dude, I I can say I personally haven't been the same since talking to him. So I don't, I doubt Keebler listens to this, but if he does, pat yourself on the back, dude. You made Hunter slightly less Calviny. <laughs> you ruined a reformed boy. Good job. <laughs> He'd be proud of that too. <laughs> he, he would. That's that's a that's a W in his book. That's fine. But uh, yeah, we had all of. I, did we do all of our singles? I don't know yeah. if we did. Did we nope, do all the ones that were released? In... Yeah, we did. Which we'll have to. A special episode with you for the uh album release. Mm. Oh yeah. So um at least Hunter and I, I don't know about Rock and Maddie. Hopefully they can make it as well. So little announcement as well on our YouTube channel. <clears throat> Thursday the fifth before the album releases, uh we're gonna go live on YouTube to and just listen through the the album and talk about it and discuss it a little bit and what we liked and didn't like and yeah most likely that will re- 
we will take that and use uh use that as our podcast episode because Thursday night is podcast night, so we will probably be discussing the the album and such. Use that as the, the podcast episode for uh for Friday the sixth because that would be the album release day and we're gonna be talking about the album and all that. So but uh yeah if you want to uh get an early ish listen a couple hours before it releases uh we're gonna listen we're just gonna listen to it and talk about the album i know hunter and i have talked about it yep and every time i've brought it up rock and maddie have not responded (laughs) (laughs) they're busy people it's fine yeah so i know rock usually works second shift his his schedule changes around a little bit working in a hospital and stuff but most likely he won't be able to. Maybe Maddie will. I know she's a first shifter, and but she lives way down in Oklahoma and all that. Gross. We'll see. But at least Hunter and I will be kind of listening through the album and discussing the songs as they, mm-hmm. they play and all that. So, yep. You know what would be the best thing to pull up? Spotify. Why? So I can see all the songs from that side. Because our our wonderful listener and uh, ah yes, <clears throat> upcoming uh, host of a new podcast on the digital network, uh, the Christian Storyteller Chronicles, Aaron uh, or AC Peckham. Sorry, I'm I'm doxing him here on our own show. But uh, the the War Is Everything playlist is something that he put together just as a fan, and then. We invited him into the madness, and I, I feel terrible. But uh, I don't. I mean, he accepted, so I, I guess I can't feel that bad for him. His own fault. So we have a playlist, though. If Spotify would literally just let me. There we go. So it's all been added in order. So just to name off some of the bands that we've had on, Undefeated has been on twice. We've had Chris Johnson on, and that guy gets an honorary mention every episode anyway. So good to him. Eric an episode without mentioning his name. I know. The second time he's been brought up already. (laughs) Almost the third. (laughs) It it, it never changes. It's all the same. Almost the third. I was gonna bring him up when we were talking about Jews, but I felt like Oh god. (laughs) Good idea. FBI, open up! See, Chris listens to this. Chris, I'm so I know sorry. he does. I'm not sorry. Uh, not I'm th- never sorry. I want to note uh, Aaron Reynolds uh, from uh, his episode. That was an interesting one because, as I had noted, or he had noted in that podcast, that uh, he's a Church of Christ guy, and, and so is uh, AC, the guy who does the playlist, which means that they only sing in their, their corporate worship which is very interesting because Aaron is in like a thousand bands. So he, he's almost like a, a drummer that somebody finds out is Christian in the scene. And so they just get invited into every band. Another Aaron Ashcroft kind of situation. Hal? Hal? Yeah. Yes, Hal. Okay. Uh, Collapse Revive has been on also. Keebler, other than the topical episodes, has been on at least twice for this season. And of course you already mentioned Tucker. Tucker's been on from United Servants as well as uh his other band with yeah Science the Burden with Dave uh Cruz, which yeah honestly we have so many episodes from this season. Go check them all out. I I had a great time with some of the heavier bands that we brought on. We had Unworthy, Searching Serenity, Dreaded Dale and those were all thanks to uh, Zachariah, so you can you can thank him for that one. Yeah, great bands from this season. So I'm I'm thankful to have uh, met all of them and getting the chance to continue forward with a lot of them releasing new music probably in the next year or so. Yeah. Any specific use, one? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You use any. Uh, video clips from this episode to post anywhere make sure you use one from the last five minutes because he sat behind me licking himself for the last five minutes (laughs) (laughs) you can just like zoom in on it and people can just hear us talk and watch my cat lick himself it'll be great 
Great content, I know. I don't even know what to do anymore. Ignore me. That's probably the yeah. best thing you can do. <laughs> every, every like five minutes, I should just have like a Merry Christmas. Just just to lighten the mood again and then come back into the conversation. Every time you do that, though, I'm going to say I hate Christmas. That's fair. So that's a recap of the year. We had a lot of bands on. We ended up totaling about 50 episodes. Yeah, I mean, because we did one every week this year. So, yeah. I don't think we did any bonus episodes. Yeah. Once a week has been crazy enough. You had the motivation to do like bonus episodes and stuff for the first couple months. And I'm like, that's not going to last, dude. It's going to get no. to the point where we're just going to do one episode and call it good. And guess what? There were times when that, even that was quite the struggle to yep. get it out there. But, but we love you so much. We did it for you. Merry Christmas. That's that's the closest I can get to like being kind, and I still said it with a really sarcastic tone of voice. So that's the best you guys get. Yeah, as of the release of this, we will have gone from episode twenty nine to seventy nine. So we'll hit eighty by the end of the year, and then that'll be season two, and we'll be on to season three. Which uh, we'll we'll see how that goes because there's a lot of stuff coming in the new year for the network. We don't plan on changing it in any way as far as scheduling at the moment but uh yeah between the network and the band zachariah and i are extremely busy and with zachariah being new to being a father i'm sure he has other things that he has on his mind that isn't talking to a screen or me even me for an hour and a half every week you know what is on my mind right now pizza Ooh, actually i just ate <laughs> Not really, but no, I had a crazy dream last night. That's way off topic, but I feel like sharing. All right. He's in the sharing mood. This is good. This is Christmas. Oh, it's not good. (laughs) Oh, no. All right. Tangent number six. Go. in In my dream, I got home from work and my wife is like, I got us a new pet. And I look up and on the wall, okay, like stuck to the wall is this like octopus looking thing. Okay. But it like didn't need water. It was like a land octopus thing. Okay. But it's two front most tentacles had like fade looking things on the front, you know, instead of just being tentacles. Anyway, I'm like, is that an octopus? And she's like, no, it's a rectum puss. What it does is it, it burrows itself up your butt. Like, okay, get that thing out of here. I, I don't want it. I think I need more sleep. (sighs) All right. So that's what I I had. That was my dream last night. Remind me the next time that you're in a sharing (laughs) mood that I say no instead of yes. I thought our listeners might enjoy a cool story. This this entire podcast is just. (sighs) It's a shadow of what it once was. Oh man, see, here's the problem is that I haven't done this in weeks. So like I have all this like sarcastic energy to get out. And at the same time, I'm really tired. And it's the fun kind of tired. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. A rectum puss. <laughs> that's, that's what you were saying. Unfortunately, but that's what you were saying. Yep. I had to have the dream. Now everyone else gets to to think about it. And my assumption, the reason I bring up the like spade front tentacles is my assumption is that those like are flattened out to like help it burrow. You know? Why are we talking about this like Steve Irwin would know what this animal is? I'm just saying, even my dreams, even though that was never like addressed in the dream, like why its front tentacles were kind of flattened out, my assumption is that it would use them to like curl over its, its like head and kind of 
Burrow up. <laughs> and, you know, octopus can fit through holes the size of like a quarter because, you know, they have no, uh, no bones and stuff. So by those uh, principles of math that we learned where you can like substitute things, octopus, quarter-sized hole, <laughs> Zachariah's butt. I don't, I don't know what we're supposed to do with this information, but I'm going to let you guys figure that out. Oh, we're going to move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel comfortable continuing. On that. This has been an, this has been a worse nightmare than that nightmare. I'm never uncomfortable. So. I, I could continue. Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. I'm, I'm sure you could. <laughs> I, will I have never... a fun statistic about raccoons and buttholes if you want to hear it. No. Nope, because I know that one. <laughs> but I will never look at quarters the same now. Okay, so, cool. <clears throat> so the last thing that we want to do, and wow, we, we are doing a real good segue on this one. <laughs> There's just no segue on this one. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, cut your brains off for one, two, three. Okay, good. Now we're back. Serious stuff this time. We want to make I don't know sure if I can do that. Okay. Well, Zachariah's going to have to either I'm going to have to mute Zachariah <laughs> myself or I'll I'm mute just, I'll mute myself. All right. Can I cannot hear him. He's talking to himself. All right, we're good. So, I wanted to make sure that on, on this episode that we got the chance to share something that I think is absolutely paramount to an episode of of this kind, which I think we shared in last year's episode specifically in the the criticizing of the uh the other traditions of christmas that christians tend to hold rather than glorifying christ so i wanted to take a moment to just give us the story of christmas why it matters and this this doesn't matter if you celebrate now if you celebrate in september june whenever the scientific mapping of stars and all that points to when christ was born i don't care when that was doesn't really matter this is more just about the importance of what's told in in the gospels about Christ's coming to earth. And actually we can start even well before that. We started with Isaiah 7, which uh the book of Isaiah and that prophecy was written somewhere around 7 to 800 years before Christ even came around. So we we had the the prophecy of the savior many hundreds of years prior to I mean the lineage had been uh started since the beginning, but uh, we hadn't heard anything of the the relatives of Christ that you would expect within generations of uh, of Jesus by the time that this prophecy had been written. So seven to eight hundred years before that, and then we come up to the birth of Christ, and all of these things. I don't remember how many exactly, but uh, in the life of Christ, there was over three hundred prophecies that were fulfilled in what he did something like that might be 200 long story short a lot of prophecies were fulfilled that uh, there's no way that the people could have communicated between all those who received the information of these prophecies by the holy spirit so with with christ coming it's worth mentioning that he is one fully man fully god so he wasn't half man half god he wasn't fully god and no man he wasn't only man because that would have um gotten rid of the deity and so as christ being fully man and fully god taking on the flesh that we would be able to have life because of that i think it's important that we reflect on it it's difficult in this season for us to take the time to truly sit back and reflect on these things i think everybody just feels like they're going 100 miles an hour i don't know if that's just me if i'm just getting that set in in this type of season and how that plays out every year but uh i'm not a fan of that i enjoy taking the time to be able to uh recognize and reflect on on what jesus has done and why it's so important that he came in the way that he did and uh so there's all these songs you know you, 
it's the Mary Did You Know, it's the God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, stuff like that. These are all great songs, and I think that they portray characteristics of what is worth celebrating uh, in the birth of our Savior. But obviously nothing will compare to going back and actually reading through, even if you just read Luke 1 and 2, which is the, the genealogy and then the birth of Jesus. Uh, reading Luke chapters 1 and 2 is a phenomenal way to just, I guess, set yourself up and for the way that Luke writes, a, uh, I guess a more factual, informational type of layout, because that's, how, that's just what, who he was. He was a doctor. And so that's how he wrote. And then Matthew was the other one. So if you, if you read Matthew, he'll give you the lineage as well. But uh, I'm trying to remember, Zachariah, maybe if, if you recall, one of them is the lineage of the mother, while the other one is the lineage of the father, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to remember which one's which. Yeah, I don't remember. So, anyway, the reason why I find that most interesting, and I, I, I read this recently, was that uh, it's it says in Genesis that it's the seed of the woman, which makes no sense initially, because the seed in, in Hebrew and Aramaic uh, understanding is always of the male, because that's just how that works. But the seed of the woman is the one who will crush the serpent's head. And his name is Jesus Christ. And so one of them, I think it might be Matthew that lists the mother, uh, the that lineage through because it it catches some key biblical characters that uh, you might not otherwise consider. Uh, is it uh, Ruth that I'm thinking of? The book of Ruth? Yeah, that's one of the ones that I think is mentioned specifically in that lineage that uh, you wouldn't otherwise expect. But uh, yeah, so the, the seed of the woman will crush the serpent's head. And so Jesus coming, even as a baby, as, you know, as the songs describe him, as meek and mild as possible as a baby can be, his, his destiny wasn't just to be born as a, a man, but that he would come, die on the cross, that we might be made right to the Father again, and that in his death and resurrection, that he would crush the serpent's head, defeating death forever, that even in our passing from this life into eternity, that we would no longer be separated from God ever again. And I know that we used to do this a lot, but I want to take a moment to say that if if you've been feeling like you're struggling, if your faith is feeling rocky, if you haven't been reading as much as you feel like you need to, if you haven't been praying as much as you feel like you need to, haven't been to church as recently or as much as you feel like you need to, that it's good that you feel that way because you should do those things, but you are not disqualified. You are not kicked out of the, the kingdom. You're not no longer a child of God. This is your moment, and I'm, I don't do the like, you know, I, I've believed since this year and this day because I don't believe in that thing. But this is your your moment to say, okay, I'm getting called to do this by a brother in Christ. So I'm going to tell you guys, now's your time to start reading more. Now's your time to start praying more. Now's your time to go to church more, to be in fellowship, to go and serve, to do all these things that the church is supposed to do. And as we I read in uh, Colossians 3 at the start of the episode, do all things to the glory of God. Because there's no other reason that we would do anything. If Jesus truly came, and this is Paul's words, can't remember which book, but he's talking about if Jesus didn't die and wasn't resurrected, then our faith is useless. But he did come. There was historical uh, representation and documentation of it and eyewitnesses. He came as man, fully man, fully God died, resurrected, ascended. And so because of all of that, we have the hope that we can one day again be reunited with him in, in his glory in heaven. And he brought, new, brought to the new heavens and new earth uh, to worship him forever. So now's your moment to, to change those things. And you're going to fail again. We all do. Now's your moment to 
do better on the things that you've been feeling like you're failing at without allowing that voice of failure to tell you that it doesn't matter if you change now, because it does. And don't wait for the new year resolution. This will come out two weeks before the year ends or two Fridays before the year ends. Don't wait until the new year. New year's resolution is if it helps you great, but it's garbage. It's just, it's psyching you out. It's a mental thing, placebo kind of thing. So just start now. Now's your moment. Go read, go pray, go do whatever that is going to get you closer to God, put you in circles of people that will help you get closer to gra- closer to God and grow your faith in a way that is beneficial to not only you, but the local church community that you're a part of. Anything I missed, Zachariah? good yep there's there's no reason that we can't come to christ and i i know we've cited this before but zachariah and i went to a disciple concert and uh kevin did his thing and uh did his like 30 40 minute sermon which was fantastic and uh the thing that he referenced was how how we are to boldly come before the throne of god to ask for forgiveness. And it makes no sense to us because we know, I mean, not that God doesn't know how sinful we are, but we feel the weight of our our own sins. But that doesn't stop God from forgiving us as we come to him. So going into the end of this year, the beginning of next year, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, go to the throne boldly, ask for forgiveness, and believe that God has fully removed it from you and that he remembers it no more because he has no reason to. If he has forgiven it, he has no reason to remember it because he is the only one that can forgive all of it anyway. So when you've received your forgiveness, when you've repented of the sins that you've committed and the things that you haven't done that you should be doing, trust that God has done what he needs to do on his part. makes me tired too i know everything makes me tired yep that's all i got yeah really quick put you on the spot what are your favorite releases christian metal or not just overall favorite releases of 2022 Hmm. favorite releases you say christian metal or not so it doesn't matter yeah anything Um, does it have to be metal? Can it be I like not. on the harder side? Like it can it be hard rock or rock stuff? I mean, you're you're a baby. If you like that, I, but you know, I am. Okay, that's that's not news. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, 2022 releases. If I had to, if someone said, "Hey, I need the best thing that you've heard in all of 2022." that was released as far as like a full uh, album or EP, I would have to give it to uh, amongst the giants because they're, even though it was an EP, uh, every song had like, it, it had to be there. That was the thing. Like there was, there was nothing that was like, Oh, this song wasn't, you know, it wasn't quite matching up to the rest of them. Maybe some of them I liked a tiny bit less than the others, but it was never to a degree that I was like, one of these songs doesn't match or doesn't fit in the overall, like all of them are just fantastic. So Amongst the Giants would be my pick for 2022. That's it? Um, I would pick our stuff, but it's kind of garbage. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Um, other stuff worth mentioning would be uh, uh, Unworthy's release. And uh, what we seek's album that dropped at the end of fall. Yep. Um, for me, amongst the giants, EP was a definitely on my list as well. Um, I loved half of the new Lorna Shore album. That was great. Mm. It some of them got kind of repetitive after a while. So there were there were a good half of the songs that were kind of different from the rest. That it was like, yeah. 
and then uh carnage by canine that was uh yeah like a slamming deathcore album that was absolutely fantastic you had sent me their stuff i think right away as soon as you were you were like halfway through listening through the album and you sent me their stuff yeah it was disgusting <laughs> it was amazing loved so, it uh other honorable mentions on my side would be uh i thought stigmata by convictions was a fantastic song great lyrics specifically lyrically it was fantastic um non-christian music though uh something that i've been listening to on repeat for like the last month and a half maybe has been uh day seekers latest drop the dark sun album and if you like synthwave you'll enjoy it but if you if you prefer a lot more heavy than instrumental and uh digital stuff you know the the created instruments then that's fine you just won't enjoy this as much but uh yeah i thought it was a great album yeah i would recommend it to just about anybody yeah there was a song or two that i, I liked off of it but it... yeah I was, I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't have uh the new uh wow why am I doing this? The new Diamonds to Dust album on oh, your list. <laughs> yeah. Christian, <laughs> Christian yeah, we that. don't like you anymore, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 and um, Collapse Revive's latest single. Uh, Wide of the Mark. Wide of the Mark. That was really, really good, too. Yep. And they got a new one coming out in a few days here. Yeah, which I've seen like four different bands releasing stuff on december 26th and i'm like yeah what are you what are you, <laughs> what are you uh, doing i'm i'm expecting like uh you know that stonks meme where it's the stock market thing except it's it's marketing but it's spelled with a bunch of really weird letters and just yeah that's december's not your time guys i'm sorry no no po- just release music in the other 11 months of the year Yep, December. If if you're not in the situation that we are, where you're releasing in January already, and had been working a year and a half to two years up to releasing this album, then December is your time to like hunker down and just blast through three, four songs and write them, not release them. <laughs> so, word to the uh, word to those who uh, need to hear it. Write your songs in December. Don't release them. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Holy cow, now that I think about it. No, never mind. That was twenty twenty one. There's no way. What? I was I was thinking Memphis Mayfire. I mean they did they release the album this year? Because they had all the singles leading up yeah. to it. But the album yeah. was this year too. Yeah, they released all but two songs off. Of yeah. It, yeah. Which I, I don't have a problem with. I, I get it. That's marketing nowadays. I a lot of people were all pissy about it, but I mean, yeah, June 3rd is when the actual album released. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was good stuff. It was Memphis Mayfire. It was what you'd expect, I guess. So, for yeah, those who enjoyed it, wasn't, them. it wasn't broken. So, <laughs> the black sheep of the, the album family. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Any other notable songs or albums on your side, Zachary? I think I've got all mine. Oh, I should probably mention uh, a secret ending released their album or his album. It's Ed uh, released his album somewhat recently. It was sometime in the beginning of December here. And uh, a secret ending is always, if you like symphonic deathcore. You're gonna like it. He's he's just a fantastic songwriter. So go listen to that if you haven't already. I started listening to it. Finish it. You're a bad friend. I'm a bad human being. Period. I, yeah. <laughs> the heart is deceitful above all. Sorry. <laughs> the motto verse of the album. Yes, I specifically used. Uh, what is it, the ESV translation or something? Because it says yep. that the heart is desperately sick. 
Yeah, something uh, like that. Perfect. Every other translation says it's deceitful or the heart is desperately wicked, but that one says it's yeah. desperately sick. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> Jeremiah 17, 9. There we go. That's what it is. All right. Well, that's all we got. Then we can wrap up. Woo! I Thanks. ran out of steam. I can't. I'm sure you can tell, but I ran out of steam halfway through. Good. I needed Zachariah a little more subdued on this episode because I knew it was <laughs> going to be bad otherwise. And uh, we already heard about dreams and other things that uh, we'll never forget. So do with that what you will. Pray for the nightmares to end something. No, but pray that they continue. <laughs> All right. Well, we got one more episode this year and then uh, on to 2023. So, but uh, at the end of this episode, coming up here in a moment, we have the, the latest ripped up single, which if you haven't seen it is or heard it, it's called Santa Isn't Coming. It's not because you've been bad. Yep. Right, Zachariah? No, we've all been bad. I know, but Santa's not coming not just because the whole right. bad thing. Santa's not coming right. because he's not real. So Yeah. All right. So well if he was, he wouldn't be coming. Krampus would be coming. To whip us all with sticks. Oh god, it sounds great, doesn't it? And it's not even just, it's, it's not like he's like bundled these sticks together to hit us with. It's, yes. Yes. Put him, put a, us, put us in his bag and then beat us with sticks. It could be worse. We, we could use a little bit more of that in this world. Maybe it would uh, <laughs> teach children to behave. <laughs> Professional Krampus people. They just run around throwing children in bags and beating them with sticks. That sounds I, illegal. I saw I saw a meme. Um, it was Santa Claus and Krampus talking, and Santa's like, "So if the kids are good, I'll give them a little treat, like an orange or something. What are you gonna do if if they're bad?" It's like, well, "I'll throw them in a sack and beat them with sticks." <laughs> it's just like that doesn't seem like a a fair and appropriate <laughs> response <laughs> compared to yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Sweets or beatings. All right. Yeah. yeah. I I I don't want either, but thanks. All right. Santa's not real. So here comes Santa isn't coming. You can help support us by heading over to anchor.fm forward slash TWIE pod and clicking on the donate button where you can select one of a few monthly donation rates of $1, $5 or $10. All money helps keep this podcast up and running, as well as supports lesser-known Christian artists. Thank you for listening, and God bless.